to turn with me uh, to Psalms uh, 31. I'm going to read in from verses 15 through verses 24. Psalms 31. Amen. From verses 15 through 24. Praise God. Ready to read this morning? Amen. Praise God. Amen. My times are in thine hand. Deliver me from the hand of my enemies and from them that persecute me. Make thy face. I'm sorry. Go ahead. You should. I should. I'm sorry. So we're going to read the alternate verses. I should have made it clear. So we're going to read the alternate verses. Read with me again. Let me start again. Um, my time is in thy hand. Deliver me from the hand of my enemies. And from them that persecute me. Let me not be ashamed, O Lord, for I have called upon thee. Let the wicked be ashamed, and let them be silent in their grave. O oh, great is thy goodness, which thou hast led up for them that fear thee, which thou hast wrought for them that trust in thee before the sons of men. Blessed be the Lord, for he hath shown me his marvelous kindness in a strong city. O oh, love the Lord, all ye saints, for the Lord preserveth the faithful and plentifully reward the proud doers. Be of good courage, and he shall strengthen your heart, all ye that hope in the Lord. Let's read that verse, that final verse one more time. Be of good courage, and he shall strengthen thine heart, all ye that hope in the Lord. Before you see that, let's just pray. Father God, we thank you one more time, O God, to come in your presence, Lord God. As I come as your servant this morning, O God, I ask you, Lord God, that you will use me, Lord God. And that, O God, self will not be in play this morning, O God. But you will, O God, use your spirit in a miraculous way this morning, O God. That the words that I speak this morning, O God, will impact the hearts, the hearers, and everyone that is here this morning. Help us that when we leave here today, Lord God, we can... And say we're surely good for you here. We ask your blessing, Lord God. We ask all these things in the name of Jesus we pray. And everybody said amen. amen. Everybody said amen. amen. Everybody said amen. 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 God bless you. You may be seated. Praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 My topic this morning is yes, there is hope. If we should look at the definition of the word hope in itself, that small word, a four-letter word, H-O-P-E. If we should look at the defi definition this morning, 
It said it's a feeling of expectation. A desire for a certain things to happen. For example, he looked through her belonging in hope of coming across some information. The cinema um, for hope is aspiration, desire, wish, expectation, ambition, aim, goal, plan, design, and more. That small word, hope, it has a lot of significance to it. And if we should break down some of these uh, words that we spoke about, you know, aspiration, desire, wish, expectation, ambition, aim, goal, plan, and design, that, that's the goal of ours, you know, for us to be here, to able to be in some shape, some form of being a part of this characteristic word there called hope. The Bible let us to know in Psalms, actually in Job 6 verses 11, it said, What is my strength that I should hope? And what is mine hand that I should prolong my life? The, the word hope in itself, you know, we, we use it in many ways and we use it to help us to, to desire certain things in life. But as we, you know, grow up and continue to, you know, wish for the right things to happen in life, you know, we always have that hope in itself shows up somewhere, in some shape or some form. Regardless of what you're doing, what you're going through in life, that word hope always finds itself to sneak in and said, you know, I'm here for you if you please. The Bible let us know in Psalms. 71 verses 14. But I will hope continually. And will yet praise thee more and more. So the more you hope continually in the Lord. The more you want to praise him more and more and more. Because when you think of the goodness of Jesus. And all that he has done for me. My soul cries out, thank you, Jesus, for saving my soul. Hope is an optimistic state of mind that is based on an expectation of a positive outcome with respect to event circumcision in one's life and in the world at large. As a verb, it is defined, its definition include expect with confidence and to cherish a desire with anticipation. In Psalms 119 verses 81, it said, My soul fainted for thy salvation, but I hope in thy word. The, the, the word there, the scripture that we were, read this morning said, Thy word have I hidden my heart, that I may not sin against thee. So when you have that hope that you develop in the Lord, sin won't be a part of your makeup, so to speak. 
There will be things that will creep into our life. There will be things that we get involved doing. But when you hear the words of God in our heart, we will not sin against our God. Amen. Amen. Psalms 119 verse 14 said, Thou art my hiding place and my shield. I hope in thy word. The Bible let us know man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeded out of the mouth of God. Why is hope so important? Having a goal is not enough. One has to keep getting closer to those goals. So when you have a goal, it's not good enough. The more you keep closer to your goal, you will be able to achieve what you want in life. Hope allows people to approach problems in the mindset and strategy to set suitable to success, thereby increasing their chances of, of what they will actually accomplish in life. So therefore, if I'm a soccer player, if I'm a sport fanatic, if I'm involved in sport, and if I play baseball, football, soccer, you name it, my hope is to be better. I'm not going to sit back and expect to be better without not doing anything to get better. So therefore, I'm going to take the necessary step to make sure I keep in shape. I make sure I exercise on a continual basis. That way, my body, I'll be in shape. I'll be able to, you know, manage myself when I'm out there to, to perform. Yeah. The same concept with God. When you know Jesus Christ for yourself, this is a personal relationship that we all hope for. That we want to know Jesus Christ for ourselves. You can only know him for yourself. And this is why the Bible says we should work out our, uh, our, our salvation with fear and trembling before God. Why? Because all our help, all our hope come from the Lord that made the heavens and the earth. Amen. In Proverbs 10.28 it said, The hope of the righteous shall be gladness. But the expectation of the wicked shall perish. The Bible led us to know a very familiar scripture when David was writing to Psalms. In Psalms 27 verses 1 to 5 it said, The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? He said, when the wicked, even my enemies and my foe, come upon me to eat up my flesh, they stumble and they fell. Though an all should encamp against me, my heart shall not fear. Though war should rise against me, in this will I be confident. He said, one thing have I desire of the Lord, and that I'll seek after. That I may dwell in the house of the Lord some days, many days, just one day. He said, all the days of my life. And I will behold the beauty of the Lord and to inquire in his temper. 
For in the time of trouble he shall hide me in his pavilion. In the secret of the tabernacle shall he hide me. He shall set me up upon a rock. We often quote the words in Hebrews chapter 11 verses 1 that said, No faith is the substance of things hoped for. The evidence of things not seen. But we're talking about faith. And if you ask the question, what is faith? The knowledge and the deity of the humanity of the Lord Jesus Christ. You see, when, when God created us, God had wanted to have communion. He wanted to have someone where he can commute to. He can commune with, rather. You know, harmony is something that when two, the Bible said two can't walk unless they agree. So there, if I'm going down the street with my son, and we're just looking at each other, it doesn't mean that he's with me unless we're commune. So when you're in a relationship, you just don't be in a relationship and say, we're in a relationship, but you don't commune with each other. Why is it different with God? If you're in a relationship with God, you have to commune with God. You have to talk to your God. You have to talk to your maker because he's the one that created us. He's the one that if it wasn't for him, we wouldn't be here. Amen. Job, in Job 4 verses, in fact, I'm sorry, in John 4 verses 24, he said, God is a spirit. And they that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. Faith and hope define in the dictionary as follow. Faith and confidence or trust in a person or thing or belief not based on the proof of hope. It is an optimistic attitude of mind based on an expectation or desire. Faith say it is so now, and hope say it is in the future it could happen. Faith versus hope. Faith is the complete trust and confidence in someone or something. Hope is the feeling of an expectation and desire for a particular thing to happen. Faith is a noun. Hope is a noun and a verb. Faith is a belief that nothing bad will happen. Faith is the expectation that nothing bad will happen. Faith is the beginning of the religion. Hope is the prerequisition and the byproduct of a spiritual attainment. Amen. We, 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 you know, read the story of Joseph in the Bible where we know that Joseph was, Jacob have 11, 12 son. Joseph was the, the 11th son of, jo, of, of Jacob. And at the age of 17, Joseph was a young man that used to take care of his uh, father's uh, flock. He used to go out and he make sure the flock are fed, you know, make sure they are being guided up, clean up whatever waste that is behind. And he, he, he takes such a pride in what he was doing. But and because of what he was doing, because of his faith and, 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 and what he was doing, somehow 
he was the favorite of his uh, early sibling. And when, when, when you're chosen by God, regardless of what you're going through in life, no one can take what God has given you. If God bless you with something, if God give you the ability to do something, no one can take that away from you. So even though the brothers didn't like what was going on in Joseph's life, you know, they do all they can to try to take him out the picture. But Joseph know that he have this hope in God. That God will protect him. God will keep him. God will, will, will just basically guide him. So he, he was given that, that color, that coat of multicolors. And when he got that coat, you know, that, that, that coat was special. The painting on the coat was so special that, that the brothers just hate him. You're always going to have somebody that's going to hate you. You know, this is why the Bible said, love not the world, neither the things that are of the world. In everything that you do, you're not going to be able to please everybody. As much as light in leave, you want to make sure you live peaceable with all men. That's what the scripture said. You know, live at peace with all men. When you live at peace with all men, you have that open God, that God will keep you. God said he will never leave us nor forsake us. But we have to make sure we stay connected with God. And once we stay connected with God, God will help us to make sure whatever we are doing, whatever we aspire to do, whatever goals we have, whatever we're trying to aim for, God is there. He said He will never leave us nor forsake us. Amen. I hope you have... A nice time in Paris. We always hope to go somewhere nice. We try to go on vacation. We try to take time off. But we can only hope that we have a good time. Everybody needs hope for the future. You can only hope that if you are a student... You can only hope to be a good student. You can't say you want to be a good student and you do nothing to be good. The operation has lost hope. This operation, you're doing an operation, you're in a surgery, you have lost hope. The doctor come back to the family and said, I'm sorry, I don't have good news for you today. You're praying that you can only hope for the best. But the scripture said, God is the one that giveth and God is the one that take it away. So even though you're praying and you trust God, if God knows that you have done your best, and he don't want you to go through no more, then God will put you to rest. Amen. Throughout the difficult years, she never gave up hope. Never give up on God. In everything that you're doing in life, never give up, give up on God. It, it, it may not come when you want it to. 
But never, it will come. Never give up on God. Because God is our maker. God is the one that will make what seems impossible, possible. God is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Amen. God is the one that created the heavens and the earth. Amen. Hallelujah. In Jeremiah 17, verse 7, it said, Blessed is the man that trusted in the Lord, and whose hope is in the Lord. Rejoice in hope, patient in tribulation, continual instant in prayer. That's according to Romans 12, verses 12. We should rejoice at all times. The Bible let us know also in Isaiah 38, verses 18, said, For the grave cannot praise thee, death cannot celebrate thee. They that go down in the pit cannot hope for thy truth. In 1 Corinthians 13, 13, it said, And now avoid faith, charity, these three, but the greatest of these is charity. The Bible let us know also in 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 9, it said, If in this life only we have hope in Christ, we'll be of men most miserable. The story went on to tell us about Moses. Moses was a Hebrew. When God was looking for someone to go and get his uh, children, the children of Israel, out of slavery, he was looking for someone that he could trust, someone that would be able to go and able to carry the mantle, carry to deliver the word. But Pharaoh has stiffened his heart. He, he will refuse to let the children of Israel uh, go. So when, 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 when Moses went to, to, uh, to, to Pharaoh and tell him that God said to let my people go, he hardened his heart. Because why? He didn't want to let the children of Israel out of slavery. So when, when he took those children out of, finally able to get those children and take him trying to get them to the Red Sea, all he seen was just water. He said, Moses, what are you doing to us? Are you going to kill us? Cares that we perish. But he hoped in God. He trusted in God that God will dare. And when God tell Moses to stretch for the staff, the Red Sea was part in two. And the children of Israel, they were able to go through the Red Sea. And when Pharaoh and his army was chasing them, the water came. Once they were delivered and went to the promised land, then God destroyed those that were left behind. So when, when you hope in God, nothing can stop you. When you put your hope and your trust in God, in everything that you go through in life, God will be a way maker for you. God will say, shall never leave us nor forsake us. And this is why the Bible said, let not your heart be troubled. He said, either believe in God, believe also in me. For in my Father's house are many mansions. If it was not so, I would not have told you. I go to prepare a place for you, that where he is, we may be also. 
we are hoping that Jesus Christ will take us where He is. Amen. That's our goal. The Bible said when He died on Calvary's cross, He didn't die just for you and me. He died so that we can have life. The Bible said we were all born in sin and shaping in iniquity. But God, because of His goodness, because of His mercy, because of His love, you know, He died so that we can have life. And the only way we can have life is by trusting in God. The scripture says faith in God can move mountains. When you have hope in God, you can let God know, God know how much you trust in Him. And how much the things that you're doing, you're not doing for yourself, but you're doing it because of His love, because of His mercy, because of Him being dying and Calvary's cross for us. He died so that we can have life. The Bible let us know in Romans said, the wages of sin is death. When Adam and Eve, when they were in the Garden of Eden, God was looking for someone that He could commune with. God told them not to eat of the fruit. But they choose to do what they want to do. They didn't put their hope in God and say, God, you put us there. You will take us through. They did what they had to do. And because of that sinful nature, they creep, they head up the, the fruit. And, 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 and because of that, they lost their, their, their communion with God. And because of that, sin came in, 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 our, in our midst. And this is why the Bible said, the wages of sin is death. But if the gift of God is eternal life, regardless of what you're going through, there is eternal life in Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ died. He died so that we can have life and have life more abundantly. Amen. Hallelujah. The sacrifice that He goes through, the suffering that He went through for us, there was nobody else. The Bible, we heard about the story of Job when he, you know, he had all many cackles and children. And after all was said and done, you know, his wife said, you know, just curse God and die. But he hoped in God that God will see him through. And because of his hope in God, God multiplied more than what he has gone. Everything that he lost, God multiplied. So when you open God, when you put your trust in God, God will make sure you become victorious. But you can only be victorious only if you trust in the Lord. And this is why the Bible says you should trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not unto your own understanding. In all your ways, you should acknowledge Him. When you acknowledge Him, He will direct your path. Amen. There's a lot of people that are going through different things in life. And sometimes they feel like they don't have no hope. I have siblings that are sick and they may think that there's no more hope for that person. They're going through depression and they may think there's no hope for me. There's no need for me to hold on anymore. Because of the depression and the state of mind that I'm in. You're going through school and you just things just not working the way you want it to work. And you think that, you know, there, there's not, you, you, you know, I'm just not getting it. There's no hope. But trust in the Lord. 
because whatever you, you, you put your hands to do, God will bless you. God will see you through. You have to make sure God know that, you know, if you acknowledge Him, God will direct your step. God will direct your path. But you have to acknowledge Him. Because once you cast all your cares, the Bible says we should cast all our cares upon Him. Why? Because He cared for us. Amen. God cared for us. He died for us so that we can have life and have it more abundantly. Amen. Depression is not a good state of mind to be in. When you don't know where to turn or who to talk to, call on Jesus. He will never leave us. He's there for us. Because why? He cares for us. So when you're going through things, acknowledge Him. Put your trust in Him. God will see you through in everything that you do. But you have to make sure you know Him for yourself. You know, um, there, there are many times I'm doing things and, uh, you know, I, I get to the point where I said, you know, God, I just can't do this by myself anymore. But when you acknowledge Him, when you make sure God lead you, He said, where, where, where He lead you, where He lead you, you gotta make sure you follow. Because once God is directing you, you have to make sure you stay in line and make sure you're aligned with what God asks for you. Because the songwriter said, what God asks for me is for me. So if you think you have something that don't belongs to you and you're hoping to get it, if God knows that you're going to be faithful with it, God will bless you with it. But if you're not faithful with God, if you're not being honest with yourself, if you're not honest with God, we'll go through suffering. We'll go through tribulation. We'll go through things that we're saying, God why are we going through these things? Remember the scripture said it didn't bring us this far just to leave us. So therefore, you acknowledge him. You know him for yourself. You, 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 you cast all your cares upon him. You let God know that the only way I can be successful in what I'm doing is, is, is because of you that's going to help me to be successful. So you have to make sure in life, the things that we do in life... We have to make sure we know Him for ourselves. Because we, in this life, the scripture said, if in this life only we have hope in Christ, we'll have men most miserable. We don't want to be like those people that are going on, walking back and forth, tasting, don't know which way to go, which way to turn. Knowing that if they walk down the street there, everyone is going to hate them. They're going to have haters on the left, haters on the right. But when they trust in God, if they continue to cast their cares, if they give their all to God, God will see them through. Why? Because God God is the way maker. He's the truth. He's the first. He's the last. He is the alpha. He's the omega. He's the beginning. He is the first. He is the immutable God. He is the one that is and that is to come. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Come on, let's just worship the Lord today. Hallelujah. Oh, we thank you, Jesus. Oh, hallelujah. The songwriter said he'll never leave us or forsake us. He said, when the wicked, even my enemy, come upon me to eat up my flesh, they stumble 
and fell. Though war, we're going to go through wars. I love the Lord with all my heart. You know why I serve God? Because of the things that He has done for me. It was nothing good that I have done. He saved me for such a time as this. He saved me for me to serve Him. And I, I serve Him, why? Because I love Him. I commit all my ways to Him. I acknowledge Him in everything that I do. I let Him know how much I am appreciative of this blessing. Because the Bible said, to whom much is given, much is required. So therefore, if you just give a little bit, God is just going to give you a little bit. If God knows you have the ability just to do one thing, you can only hope that you will have, you know, the ability to do many things. God's not going to give you to do, uh, give you a task to do multitask, knowing that you only have the ability just to do one thing. And this is why it's so important that when we give our all to God, God will direct us. God will protect us. God will sustain us. Because our goal, our desire, is to make sure we're doing the things that are pleasing and that are righteous in the sight of God and in the sight of man. This is why the Bible said we should, you know, delight ourselves in the Lord. Because once you delight yourself in the Lord, the Lord will delight Himself in you. You continue to put all that you have in the Lord. Oh, God promised. He will never leave us. He promised He will never forsake us. He promised that He will come back for us. And when He was on the cross, the one thief that was on His left and the one thief that was on the right, the one thief said to Him, Father, remember thou, remember me when thou goest. The one that was on the other side, He said, why didn't you save yourself? He's cursing God. But you, you see, you, you, you got to have to understand that when we go through things in life, we go through things in life, and God sent tests our way to see how much we are able to, 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 to get out of the test that we're going through. So therefore, if I'm, if, I, if I'm here and I'm trying to sing a song, and God knows that I don't have the best, talent or the best, I'm not a singer, but at least I make the effort to try to sing. God will put the words in my mouth, what he wants to sing to the congregation. So if I'm singing, say, oh, how I love Jesus. Oh, how I love Jesus. Oh, how I love Jesus. Because he first loves me. There, there are times we want to, the Lord to take us back. He said, Calvary's cross I shall never forget. Calvary's cross I shall never forget. At Calvary's cross I shall never forget. Because he first loved me. Oh, how I love Jesus, my Lord. 
Oh, how I love Jesus. Oh, how I love Jesus. Because He first loves me. Hallelujah. Let's all give the Lord a round of applause, everybody. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Yes, there is hope. In everything that we're going through in life, yes, there is hope. Hope will teach us. Hope will guide us. Hope will direct us. Hope will show us the way to go. When sometimes you look around and you think there is no hope, hope is there for you. You just have to know that there is hope for you. There's a song that was saying, there's room on the cross for me. There's room on the cross for you. Yes, there is room for you and for me. Regardless of what you're going through in life. Don't feel like God brought you this far to leave you. Don't feel that the things that you're going through, there's no way out for you. God has made it possible that if you sin, you don't just sit down on your sin. You can come to the altar and say, Father, forgive me, for I have sinned against thee. The Bible says he's faithful and is just to forgive us of our sins. We have to acknowledge that we have sinned before the Lord. We just don't keep sinning, sinning, sinning and just expect to be forgiven, given, given like that. We have to stop sinning. The only way we can get forgiveness is by stop doing it. Because once God sees you making the effort to do the right things, God will keep you. But you have to make up in your mind that, you know, the only way I'm going to stop doing it is just stop doing it. When, when, when the Bible said, let us know in Acts 2.38, said, repent and be baptized, every one of you. He didn't say some of you, he said, in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of his sins. And he shall, you know, when you repent, you turn, you forgive, you let those things behind. You don't go back to those things anymore. The only way we can make it is to continue to know that, yes, there is hope. Look at somebody beside you and said, yes, there is hope. Amen. There is hope. Hope boasts not itself. But when you continue to trust God, God will see us through. Amen. 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 Let the church say amen. Amen. God is an awesome God. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. There is hope for me. There is hope for you. Jesus Christ paid it all on Calvary's cross so that we can have life and have it more abundantly. I'm going to ask you to stand with us this afternoon. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. At the cross, at the cross, where I first saw the light, and the burdens of my heart 
rolled away. It was there by faith I received my sight. And now I am happy all the way. Oh, at the cross, at the cross, where I first saw the light. And the burdens of my heart rolled away. It was there by faith I received my sight. And now I am happy all the way. One more time at the cross, at the cross, where I first saw the light. And the burdens of my heart rolled away. Oh, it was there by faith I received my sight. And now I am happy all the way. The altar is open this afternoon or this morning. If you want to come to the altar this morning and just pray and ask God to help us to continue to be what He wants us to be. We're inviting you this afternoon that if you walk in and you think there's no hope for you, there's no way up for you, the altar is there for you this morning where you can come and where you can make it right with your maker. Where you can come and ask God to cleanse you from all your sins. Where you can come and let God know how much you thank Him for all the things for you. Because yes, there is hope. There's hope for all of us that is there this morning. There's hope that He can turn things around for us. Things may not look the same like it used to be. But yes, there is hope. There is hope so we can find a better place in God. We can find that place where God wants us to be. So I'm inviting you this morning to come. Come surrender your all this morning to the Lord. Come cast all the cares upon Him. Because He cared for us. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Just lift our hands and just worship the Lord as we pray. Oh, hallelujah. We thank you, Lord God. You're worthy. Oh, God, we thank you, Lord God. Oh, have your way, Lord God, this morning. Jesus, you are worthy, oh God, as we worship you, Lord God, in this place this morning, Lord God. We thank you, Lord God, for this privilege, oh God, where you have made this clear, Lord God, for us, Lord God, where we know that, yes, there is hope, Lord God, for the hopeless, oh God. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah.
Darkness, my God, that is who you are. 